a gift from the Lord. I could talk all morning just about that. I won't. But I could talk all morning about a gift. And our children are gifts from the Lord. And they've been given to us. And I love what the, 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 it's what we've been talking about the last few weeks. It's what I talked to you about a few weeks ago with the children. That it's our responsibility. It's our responsibility to raise up our children and teach them the ways of the Lord. It's our responsibility as parents and it's our responsibility as a church to raise them up in the admonition of the Lord. Um, I wanted to say this. Um, I appreciate our young people. Um, they're working with the children for the first 30 minutes up there. Sean LaFranc's heading that up and um, with the rest of them. And, um, but um, every week, so when you see them come in late, they're not just getting to church. They've already been here. And they're going up there and they're, they're pouring into our kids in the morning and burning off energy. That's the biggest thing. But they're teaching them songs. They're teaching them worship. They're teaching them all of this. And, and I'm young people, I'm proud of all of you that are, that are involved in that and come early and set up and, and I'm do all that you're doing. And it's, in, it, it, it's making a difference. Vacation Bible School made a difference in, 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 in our kids. Amen? And it's so important what we do and we got to keep on, and we need help doing that. Um, I think Miss Diane Giles has been up there since she got here 30 years ago, 35 years ago, because she was here before I was. But, um, you know, we need help. And, and again, we're not babysitting. We're not here to babysit. Okay, I'm not asking you to babysit. I'm asking you to go pour in the Word of God to them, just like I told Jonathan about Mitchell. You know, I'm not expecting you to go up there and sit. Now, you have to with a newborn, but you can sit there and hold them and pray over them and speak life into them, and they hear everything. I promise you, Mitchell, Mitchell loves, Mitchell loves um, Wait on the Lord. Yeah, he loves that song, Wait on the Lord. Katie said, every time I turn it on, and she listened to it a lot when she was pregnant with him, but every time I turn it on, it just puts him to sleep, and um, you know, and, and so, yes, they're already, they're already forming things in their mind and being formed, not just in the womb, but they're being formed. And it's our responsibility to continue to grow them up in the Lord. Amen? Yeah. So the gifts that you have and the gifts that God has blessed you with, and I shared this the other week, and I'm not going to preach it again, but the gifts that you have, it's so important that you pour it into somebody else. God didn't bless you with stuff for you to hoard it up. Amen? No, He blessed you so you can bless others. Yeah. And He's wanting you to pour into others what you've got. And for, you know, for whatever, whether it's in the children's department, whether it's in the nursery, whether it's in the youth department, whether it's in the single adults, young couples, I don't know. Whatever God's gifted you in, then that's where you need to be pouring into. But it's important that we do that. Amen? And so, as I was thinking about Mitchell, and I've been thinking about him all week, um, I went up and spent a few hours with him the other day, and, and again, I just held him, and I just prayed over him. 
the whole time I was there. I just prayed. And I just kept telling the Lord, you know, I wanted him, I wanted him to be a mighty man for God. You know, I want him to, I want my ceiling to be his floor. You know, and I, I, I believe that. I believe that he's he's gonna be a mighty man. And I know the enemy the enemy tried and he's still trying to mess with him. But he can go to hell. Because that little boy is ordained from the foundation of the world, just like yours is. And I know I'm partial. I'm partial to all three of my grandboys. And we're going to have a grand girl for long. <laughs> if Jonathan makes it. Not sure Jonathan's going to make it. He's asking me to pray for him because it's just been a month, but he thinks it's been a year. I told him, you're just getting started. I ain't sure he's going to make it, though. I'm praying for him. Psalms 127. I'm about through. I was through before I got up here. Unless, somebody say unless. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain. Who build it? Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchmen stay awake in vain. It's vain for you to rise up early. Thank you, Lord, for putting that in there. That's a good verse right there. It is vain for you to rise up early. Patty Manville, it's vain for you to wake up at four o'clock to go drink coffee. Mark said, hey, man. She used to tell Debbie, she said, oh, I just love to get up at six and go out on the porch and drink my coffee. I'd wake Debbie up, and I wouldn't wake her up. She'd be, we'd be awake. I said, hey, go fix us a cup of coffee like Patty does. She'd look at me with those eyes, and I just said, no, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Just kidding. I don't drink coffee. It's vain for you to rise up early and to sit up late, to eat bread of sorrows, for he gives his beloved sleep. Hallelujah goes there. Verse 3, and it's the key verse that I want to talk about this morning. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. Children are a gift from the Lord. Amen? But listen, we quote that a lot of times. We quote that verse. And, and, and we're good about picking out verses that sound good that we like, okay? And we're not necessarily taking them out of context. We just like them because they, that fits my scenario. And it does, and it's okay. I'm not getting on to you this morning. I don't ever get on to you. You got to answer. I'm not the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah goes there. But we got to go back to the first part. When Solomon wrote Psalms 127, when he wrote that, okay, it's only a few that Solomon wrote, but when Solomon wrote that, he knew the importance of unless. When I think about that, I thought about, this is the first point that God gave me. Model like the Father. How do I build Unless the Lord builds the house. Unless the Lord builds the child. Unless the Lord does it, it's all in vain. 
So how do I do that, Brother Rodney? You model like the Father does. Jesus is the greatest Father there's ever been and ever will be. So we look at his life and say, well, he don't have children. Yes, he does. He's got all of us. We're all his children. So how do I do that? And I just want to, I just want to make some, some, I just want you to hear him this morning. And I want to ask you, what are you speaking into your children? What are you saying to your children? Are you speaking life into your children? Are you speaking curses? Are you speaking death? What are you saying to your father? Let me give you some, just a few, and I could do a bunch of them. But what the Father says, I'm always with you. All these are from Scriptures, and I didn't do all the Scriptures, because Scott would have had to type a paragraph, so I'm, I was being nice to Scott today. I'm always with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Does your children know that? Do your kids know that I'm always here no matter what? There's nothing them two right there can do that would make me turn my back on them and walk away from them. They can't do it. They can't do it. I'm always with them. I ain't going to go any further with that because I'm already lips quivering. I'm always with you. I love you. When's the last time? When's the last time you told your children, I love you? Do they hear it on a regular basis? Do they get tired of hearing it? I talked to mama this morning. I never get off the phone. But I don't tell my mama that I love her. And my mama says, I love you too, baby. I love you too. And I have to get off the phone quick. I have to hang it up. Quick. I'm pushing the button. I love you. Oh, here's the best one. I forgive you. I forgive you. God's forgiven me. If I've forgiven you, I expect you to forgive them. Yeah. I've told you the story, but there's a lot of new ones, so I'll share it again. <laughs> Shane just grunted. He knew it's about him. But I remember, I remember Shane's stepsister from his dad's and Joy's, Joy's daughter, Chastity. A boy put his hands on her in, on the school bus inappropriately years ago. That boy right there loves his sisters. And he got wind of it. And this brother stepped off, this boy stepped off the bus, and when he did, Shane decked him. And it was on and it was ugly. I'm at church working and Debbie calls me and says, you need to get home. They just expelled Shane for school for, fight, from, for fighting. And I said, what happened? He said, well, this boy, this boy had, you know, been inappropriate with, with chastity. 
And when he stepped off the bus, Shane decked him. And they think his jaws broke or something. I said, all right, I'll be right there. And I ran home and I walked in there and I started chewing on him like Leonard used to chew on me. And in the middle of that chewing that I was giving him, the Lord just pierced my heart. And it was so evident. And he said, you hypocrite. Now, I'm not saying not father him, not, I'm not saying that. Okay, I'm not saying you let him, I didn't, he'll attest to it. But the way I was doing it, and the Lord just began to bring up some things in me. Didn't I forgive you? Didn't I forgive you? You better change your tone the way you talk to that boy, because you're going to forgive him. And when you find out the whole story, you'll probably understand a little more why he done what he done. Sometimes we jump the gun, don't we? I forgive you. God's always about forgiving. Jesus always about forgiving us. I listen to you. Boy, aren't you glad God listens? Huh? How you doing with your listening? Can they get a word in edgewise? Or are you just ranting and raving? Like I was. Just talking about myself. Shane couldn't tell me the story because I wasn't letting him. I, was, I didn't want to hear nothing he had to say. I was chewing on him. But do we listen? See, this is, this is modeling like the Father. Children are a gift from the Lord. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain. Unless the Lord does it. And so we have to model our, our, our approach after the, after the Father. I listen to you. Oh, I love this one. I'm pleased with you. Man, when's the last time you built up your child? When's the last time you spoke into your child and they were edified? Boy, I hate walking in Target, or I don't go to Walmart, but I hate walking in Target, and it just... You know how I feel about bullies. I hate, I, I don't hate, that's a strong word. But I hate bullies. You know, I, 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 don't, I, I hate being around people that degrade other people. We are all red and yellow, black and white, are precious in His sight. Amen? Yeah. And don't degrade And I hear, I hear, I hear, I hear a daddy or I hear a mama. And boy, I just have to, I just have to move on. I, just, I you know, you can't, you can't say nothing this day and time. You'll be in a fight and it ain't good for the preacher to be fighting in Target. <coughs> Y'all probably fire me. Might be a good thing there, Junior. Um, but, but, uh, but, but boy, it just gets all over me. What are you speaking into your children. What are you telling them they can be? What are you, what are you, what are you, what are you, just what are you saying? I think Katie and Shane both will attest that, that I, I'm a firm believer that they can be whatever they want to be. They have a, they have, they can do it. They can do it. And I've spoken and their mama spoke life into them. Katie attests to that. <clears throat> 
that mama spoke life into them. Yeah. What are you saying? Are you listening to them? It's important. You say they're old. No, it's never too late. It's never too late to speak blessings over your children. It's never too late to encourage your children. It's never too late to say, I forgive you. One of the greatest things I saw, I preached a funeral the other day. Precious people were at the funeral. My best friend, Mike Stuckey, I call him Worm. We raced. Y'all have heard me talk about Worm. And we were at the funeral, and, and um, him and his brother had been at odds for 30 years. And I watched Worm walk in. I was standing on the podium. I watched Worm walk in, and Butch was in front of him. And I saw them sit down together, and I saw Worm put his arm around him and hug him. 30 years they've been separated. I talked to him after the funeral and I said, boy, what you done in there was, was just strong as potash. And he calls me Red. He said, Red, I wasted, I wasted 30 years being with my brother. I wasted 30 years. I missed 30 years of his life. It ain't worth it. I don't care what it is. And if you knew that situation, you'd say, oh yeah, that's rightfully so. No. At the end of the day, it really, it really don't matter. See, you can, hold, you can hold stuff and you don't have to like this and you don't have to yada, yada, yada. And you can get offended. And Lord, if we're not living in offended days, everybody's offended at everything. Can't do nothing without somebody getting offended. want to lay the hands on them fared and shake them a little bit. Everybody's offended. But at the end of the day, it don't matter. Don't let it. Don't matter. I got to go. It's already 12 o'clock. Last one. It's caught, not taught. Daddy, he's watching you. I can stand up here 365 days a year and I can preach this book. But if you go home and you say it's okay, it don't matter. What daddy says... We'll go, it's caught, not taught. Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Don't read it because I may misquote it. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you might prove what is good and perfect, acceptable will of God. Amen? I beseech you, I beg you, present your life. They're watching you. Mama, she's watching you. She's watching you. Thank God Katie had a mama that she could watch. Amen.
Kim had a mama that she, a mother-in-law that she could watch. Hallelujah. Shane boy had a mama that he could watch. Yeah. It's caught, not taught. You can talk till you're blue in the face. Don't, don't, don't. But if you go home and do what you just preached on for 30 minutes, don't do, just went out the window. Don't do as I say. Do, don't do as I do. Do as I say. No. Bull. Amen? They're watching you. And it's important. They need to see you worshiping. They need to see you faithful to the house of God. They need to see, unless the Lord builds the house, unless God's involved in this process, he'll be all right. Unless the Lord does it, it's all in vain. Mamas, daddies, it's not caught. It's not taught, it's caught. And they're watching you. Unless the Lord builds it, it's all in vain. Stand together. Father, They're precious gifts that you've given us. And Lord, that word just keeps coming in my spirit. It's my responsibility. Not because I'm a pastor. It's my responsibility because I'm a child of God. It's my responsibility. Unless I involve the Lord in the raising of my children. In the raising of my grandchildren. It's all in vain. God, it's so important what I do in front of them. It's so important that they see. Papa just don't preach it on Sunday. Papa lives it on Monday. There's nothing greater than getting a testimony from your grandkids. Blesses my heart when they see me doing something and they make a comment about it. And it'll bless you when they see you doing something and they comment that that's a God thing, that they see God in you, they see Jesus in you. You're loving big. You love big and they see it. Does Papa love everybody? Yeah, he does. Does Papa help everybody? He tries to. Well, there's nothing greater than that. They're watching you. They're watching me. And it's important. Because whatever you say, and whatever you do, it makes it okay in their eyes. And unless the Lord's involved, it's all for naught. So Lord, speak to our hearts. It's my responsibility to raise my children up. To raise my grandchildren. To raise the children of this church. The young people of this church.
up in the admission of the Lord. It's our responsibility, Auburn Heights. It's our responsibility. I challenge you, love God, love people. Embrace excellence. Give it your best. God gave His best. Give your best and go out of this building today and go make a difference in somebody's life. Make a difference in your child's life. If you need to sit down with your child and apologize, if you need to do whatever, if you just need to sit on the couch and hug them, sit on the couch and enjoy it as long as you can. They may even move to Birmingham. So enjoy it as long as you can. And make a difference in their life. And don't just preach it to them. Live it in front of them. So Father, thank You for the Word. Thank You for the great opportunity I have to do Mitchell's dedication today. And I bless him and I thank You. And I bless every child that comes through these doors at Auburn Heights. It's not just my grandboys that I'm proud of. I'm proud of all these kids. I'm proud of them young people. And I see... When I see them young people up there giving to them kids, Lord, that blesses my heart. When I see them getting here early to go up there and, and, and have fun with the kids, Lord, that blesses my heart. I thank you for what you're doing on this campus. Thank you for our guests that are here today. I pray they felt at home, and I pray you bring them back to us if this is the place for them, God. I want them, we're, we're, we are selfish around here, but God, I, want, I pray that they know that they're in the center of your will and they they. they They're in the the place that you have for them. And if that's here, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless this house today, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We love you. God bless you. So good to see you.